With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon Mm -hmm. because they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Get to more of your phone calls as well. Got our poll question. Uh, We got a new poll question for the final hour, McLovin? Possibly. Okay, the first two hours was, will James Winston be closer to an all-pro or a mess? 66% said mess. All right. How about a college sports question? All right. Of the three alliance conferences, the ACC, the Pac-12, and the Big Ten, if you could watch only one this fall, which is the answer? Big Ten, ACC, or Pac-12? I don't know if you want to combine basketball as well. I would say the Big Ten. You don't get Clemson. You don't get USC. Yeah, but I still get a better conference. The ACC is just Clemson. So if you go to power rank, then Big Ten is right behind SEC? Yeah. I'm not sure if you have a true power. I haven't seen preseason rankings. I don't buy into preseason rankings that often. And unless they're telling you about a group of wide receivers or this running back or this quarterback, uh, this many starters coming back, because we see these these preseason rankings are very flawed. I, I brought this up last hour. And, and once again, I have no source on this. I don't want to get credit for anything or blame for anything. If I'm the SEC, I don't let this alliance happen. If you've already poached Texas and Oklahoma, why wouldn't you go after schools in the Pac-12? Because then I get an SEC East and an SEC West, and I can have... Those schools, UCLA, USC, Stanford, Cal, Washington, Arizona State, Arizona, Washington State. And, 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 and so my foothold is all the way across the country now. That I, I don't just go, hey, let's let the Big Ten and Pac-12 and the ACC combine. I, I don't think I would stand by. If I'm, if I'm going to change college football, I go all in. And if you could have Texas and Oklahoma play against those Pac-12 schools, that's your SEC West. I think that that's a, that's a big moneymaker. Uh, I've, 
I've uh, derailed what the alliance wants to do. Now, maybe we're getting to the same point with college football, that we're going to have maybe 40 schools. You know, maybe it's just they're going to get to where they should have gotten a long time ago. And maybe you get 40 schools, maybe 35, and you adopt the NFL blueprint here. Maybe you have 16 playoff teams. You, you, know, you create a schedule with those 40 schools. I'd still love to have relegation. I'd, I'd love to have that where a team wins the national title in the secondary tier, and then they get to move up. Or the two teams that play for the championship get to move up, and you take two schools down. It'd be good TV. That'll never happen, but I'd be interested. I'd be interested in, in seeing a, a blueprint, a model like that. But I would not, if I'm the SEC, just sit by and let, let this happen with the Alliance. Yeah, Paul. I have the current preseason rankings, the AP Top 25. Some shocking names in the top five. Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, <laughs> Ohio State, and Georgia, Dan. You didn't see that coming. No, I did not. But you know who's up there that's kind of interesting? North Carolina is preseason ranked 10. That's because of their quarterback. Yeah, but they usually don't get that much love early. Uh, Indiana's 17. Okay. Coastal Carolina's 22. Yeah. Now, if those, any of those teams run the table, they're in the mix. Yeah. Based off of last year's success. By the way, no surprise, Andy Dalton will start week one for the Bears. Justin Fields gets the nod for the preseason finale. Uh, this just in. I don't think that's... Breaking news, big news. Um, yes, McLovin. Just want to say it's our time, Andy Dalton. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw the beard, the red beard he's rocking, but oh. he's serious this year. Is Andy Dalton starting in November? I can't. I'm, I can't ask that. You know, you know no, how like I a can. doctor can't operate on his own son <laughs> or daughter? Uh, what do you think? I'm going to say no. Usually you wait till the bye week, but I don't know. The Bears might have a bye week that's a little bit later this year. Yeah, Paul. Their bye week is week 10. Yeah. That's uh, November 14th. Mm. Yikes. Okay. Bears start off at the Rams, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Detroit. Eh, they can win those games. Probably not the Rams. Did you see where John Gruden reportedly wants Khalil Mack back? <sighs> So you're going to take on that. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. Khalil Mack is, is a very good player. He's a very expensive player. If you're the Raiders, do you want to? I mean, that's a guy who doesn't have to worry about his job. John Gruden doesn't have to worry about his job. It's not where he, he's going, I don't know. This could be dicey. I could lose my job here. He's got a 10-year contract. Yeah, McLeod. I saw a story that in 2019, the Raiders and Gruden won a Sloan Sports Analytics Conference win for best trade of the year. Because the analytics, people love the Khalil Mack trade. Well, they got a lot of draft picks, but they haven't been good with their draft picks. And now Gruden wants them back. It, was, it didn't work out at all. None, none of the guys they drafted, I think, worked out. Oh, boy. Those, they've, they've made some questionable decisions in the draft. With John there. By the way, preseason quarterback rankings. Guess who is the number one rated quarterback in the preseason? Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> he has 10 attempts. Don't, don't poo-poo it. He's taking it. Uh, number two on the list is Jacoby Brissett. Number three is Teddy Bridgewater. 
Number four is Zach Wilson. Number five is Drew Locke. In other words, these preseason rankings don't mean anything. They don't. Jameis Winston looked great last night. Therefore, he's going to look great during the regular season, apparently. The number of analysts who have gone, yep, yeah, he's great. He's got it now. Okay. I think he's going to beat out Taysom Hill. I mean, not exactly Joe Montana here. But Sean Payton is not exactly ready to give the job to Jameis Winston. He had this to say after last night's win over the Jags. When we, we know what direction we're going, we'll, we'll let you guys know. And we're not going to try to anticipate saying, hey, it's going to be midweek or next week. Or, yeah, I mean, that's, I think, the best way for us to handle it. And it's kind of how we've always handled something like this. Um, but, but I was pleased with not just the quarterbacks. I was pleased with how we played as a team for the most part. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that cleared anything up. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to say, and, and that's fine. He doesn't have to tell us. He'll eventually, get around to. Oh, so your starting quarterback is Jameis Winston. Since uh, 1970, the number one overall picks were quarterbacks who started at least one game during their rookie seasons. And I was curious the um, number of wins that you've had by a number one overall uh, pick, because Trevor Lawrence um, is looking like. You know, somebody who's lost, you know, as a rookie quarterback, and that happens. When you're on a team that's not very good, you're the savior, and, you know, you try to do as many things as possible. And uh, he was running around there last night. Um, so games started. Andrew Luck started 16. Sam Bradford, 16. Cam started 16. This is since 1970. Andrew Luck won 11 games his first year. But he took over for Peyton Manning, so he took over a decent team. Sam Bradford won seven games with the then St. Louis Rams. Cam won six games in Carolina. This is since 1970. I and mean, you go down the list here. John Elway won four games his rookie year. Terry Bradshaw, three games his rookie year. Peyton Manning, three his rookie year. We expect these guys to be great. And Troy Aikman didn't win a game. Like It's really, really difficult to come in with a team that's not very good, and all of a sudden you're going to lead them to the promised land. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, Aikman in 89 was 0-11 through nine touchdowns and 18 picks. Imagine today's media if the Dallas Cowboys took any quarterback number one overall. Let's say they had Trevor Lawrence, and that, and that quarterback was 0-11, had nine touchdowns and 18 picks. He wouldn't make it to the season two. Vinny Testaverde didn't win a game his rookie year. Jared Goff didn't win a game. Uh, Jamarcus Russell with the Raiders, uh, but that was only one start. You know, you get these guys, Matthew Stafford had 10 starts, got two wins. It's really hard. There are guys who make it look easier than what it really is, but usually those guys are going to a better team. Joe Burrow, if I put Joe Burrow on the Kansas City Chiefs, Joe Burrow is going to be a great quarterback a lot sooner than he's going to be with the Cincinnati Bengals, in my opinion. It's just right place, right time, right coach. You have weapons, good offensive line. Uh, who's the offensive-minded person who's there in your ear? It's really important. We'll get some phone calls here. Chris Carter, the Hall of Famer, is going to join us coming up. By the way, the next great podcast is back. Incredible response last year. We had 2,200 people 
submit ideas for a podcast. We want to give you an opportunity. The podcast team at iHeartRadio and Tongle, all you have to do is go to danpatrick.com, click on the link to our homepage, and then uh, we're going to narrow this down to 10 finalists. You get a budget, an opportunity to produce a podcast, a pilot episode, and you have until September 17th to submit. So go to danpatrick.com, follow the link, submit your idea, and we could be in business together where we will be uh, producing your podcast. It's called The Next Great Podcast. Good luck with that. Uh, Let me see. How about Phil in Indiana is back? Hi, Phil. Thanks for holding. What do you have for me? Hey, Dan, it's always a pleasure. Uh, your recent success, by the way, got me thinking, if I were to leave my job, dot, 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 um, I just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm available, Dan. Hey, I, I want to get your thoughts. It's, it's, it's interesting to me, Dan, that you said um, that the SEC, you wouldn't let them or, or let this happen, this alliance. And, and my thoughts, Dan, is, is that the SEC is the reason this is happening. I think Sankey yeah. is to blame for all of this. And I don't know if it's greed or, or entrepreneurship, Dan, but I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Always a pleasure, buddy. All right. Well, thank you, Phil. I think it's probably a little bit of both. Like you want to be proactive here. And the SEC is the most powerful conference and you're in business with ESPN you know, you got usually one, if not two teams playing for a national championship. Why not expand? And that's why I'm saying, why not expand even further? Like, don't stop with Texas and Oklahoma. If your goal is to take over college football, then do it. Yeah, Paul. A couple people on Twitter said that if it went like this and the SEC expanded to all coasts, should it still be called the Southeast Conference? Because it's the SEC, but... Nobody cares. It's like Pottery Barn doesn't sell pottery anymore. <laughs> they're, they're doing fine. So, but SEC will stay right through. Well, they, the Big Ten is not 10. I think they're 15 or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like ESPN was the entertainment sports programming network. It's just ESPN now. It's not the entertainment sports programming network. You could just do SPN. You don't have to put the entertainment there. Um, the Patriots announced yesterday Cam Newton is going to miss several days of practice because of a, quote, misunderstanding over a COVID test. And uh, that was taken away from the facility. I don't know if it matters. It's the preseason. Mac Jones can take advantage of this, maybe, you know, getting more reps as the starting quarterback. But, you know, the NFL is taking a hard line if a quarterback misses a game on Sunday. The, the rules are set. And... You know, there's substantial reporting out there on what the rules are for vaccinated and unvaccinated players. But if this was a couple of weeks later and Cam is out and uh, you do, you know, testing here, like what could it mean for your team? The NFL is trying. COVID adds in another level of unpredictability. But as the Patriots news shows us, I expect another tough year for the league to navigate through a very, very difficult situation here. And, you know, Cam was just seeing a doctor. Who knows? He's probably seeing, you know, his uh, orthopedic surgeon with everything he's gone through. But, you know, I don't think this is... Who was the the team? Was it the Cardinals who were St. Louis Cardinals when they were out in Chicago last year during COVID? And, uh, you know, they they were partying. Um and guys, or maybe it was the Cleveland Indians. Maybe that's who it was. But um, 
I, I don't think this was the situation with Cam Newton where, hey, you know, you got this uh, scrimmage and uh, he's going out on the town or something. Uh, I think that there is a misunderstanding on getting cleared, taking a test, um, but there won't be any misunderstandings when it comes to the regular season because there's games that will be forfeited. And you're seeing conferences doing that now in college football where you will forfeit games. In the NFL, you forfeit and you lose your paycheck. Yeah, Pong. The one thing I've always wanted to have that you'll never, ever have is a camera when Bill Belichick gets this type of news. Like when some assistant has to walk yeah. up to his office, some no, you know, some <laughs> dork like me has to walk down the hall with a visor on and go, uh, Coach, I, I just got a real quick update on uh, Cam Newton. Uh, yeah. And then you have to tell him and uh, the long sigh, <sighs> the growl and mumble. <sighs> Then he reacts. I would love what, what a job. Oh, someone has to do that. I know, I know. Yes, Todd. Couldn't you just slip a note under the coach's <laughs> door and eventually he'll find it sitting there? Uh, but but it, it, you know that's when he we hears the paper going under. Uh, who's out there? Come here, come in. Um, uh, just, I was just, just giving you this piece of paper. Uh, what's it about? Cam, Cam Newton is uh, uh, he's not going to be able to practice for five days or you're the person who was just like no 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 trust me coach he could go there and then the quarantine will just start it at this point like you're the one who messed up the details of it <laughs> no 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 coach don't worry I got it I got it he's going to be fine Cam will be right back at practice he won't have to quarantine oh oh that's what that oh my bad Let's take a break here. Chris Carter will join us coming up. Hall of Famer. It's 17 after the hour. More phone calls as well. Right here on the Dan Patrick Show. It's amazing. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. There's no limit on how much you can earn. It's amazing. You know what's even more amazing? All the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. That means when it comes to discovery, you get to hear that word yes more often. Get used to that. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. Discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond from their customization options, cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service, financial support crew, Mercedes-Benz vans, build equipped and engineered to be ready for anything. Go that extra mile, taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Chris Carter, Hall of Famer. He is uh, starting a new podcast in association with Blue Wire and WinBet. It's a wide receiver one WR1 launching this Thursday, and he talks to wide receivers every week, and uh, not just about football, but also life and everything in between. He's got uh, Julian Edelman, Allen Robinson, Calvin Johnson, Mike Evans, and Jarvis Landry. Chris Carter joining us. How are you, Chris? 
Dan, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay. What does what's the common trait uh, characteristic with all these receivers? What do you what do you have to have? Uh, you have to be able to catch the football. Um, you have to have a desire to continue to learning about the craft, and you can't be contact adverse. Like you, you have to enjoy the contact part of playing the position. Okay. How do you get acclimated to getting hit that you, you kind of welcome the contact? Well, there's certain things in in every business that, you know, they're not the glorified aspects of the business. And it's not that you have to like getting hit. You have to understand that, If I understand the X's and O's, it can prevent a lot of collisions. But on occasions, the quarterback's going to throw me in there, and the defense is good, too, and you have to give them credit. So it's accepting um, some of the hazards that go along with playing the position. What's the best piece of advice you could give to a a rookie wide receiver, like Jamar Chase with the Bengals, who's having a case of the drops? What would you tell him? Well, all three of those catches were – were fairly difficult catches. If you look at the first one on third down, um, the corner was off and in man. The ball was a little bit behind him on his back hip. A lot of times you're going to get that in those short yarded situations. So he drops that one. Not a very difficult catch, but I understand the ball being behind him. The next um, play, the coverage, they understood where he was coming. So he was kind of bracketed. So the corner kind of forced him inside. Um, the cornerback, the the quarter delivered the quarterback delivered the ball, but the safety was breathing on him. So he had to make up his mind: Do I lunge for this pass and get hit by the safety? And you know, you could see the alligator arms in that aspect. And then the other one, he was running the smash route against man to man. That's the worst coverage to have against that five yard dig inside because you have nothing to get the guy off of. So it was going to be a tough catch anyway. So me, that's that's part of learning how to play in the NFL, trying to get more separation and and realizing sometime on that catch number two, um, it doesn't make sense to reach for that ball and that safety um, hit you you in your face potentially. Uh, What do you think is going on in Larry Fitzgerald's mind right now? He's probably counting his money. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he's going to play for free. He's definitely not going to play for the minimum. Um, it, to me, Arizona, they, they have moved on. Now, they might have told him that maybe late in the season, but when you sign A.J. Green and you put him on a one-year, you have DeAndre Hopkins, arguably the best in the business, um, you know, and he, he's got a hefty price tag. And they got some good younger receivers that they've drafted over the last couple of years. So he's had a great career. Uh, the one thing that we all have in common when we play is one day you got to go. Um, some of us last longer than others. Um, some are invited. I mean, Tom Brady was not invited back to play in New England. That's why he went to Tampa Bay. Um, and that's why he went Super Bowl seven with Tampa Bay. It wasn't because, you know, New England was just, oh, they're offering him buckets of money. No, they didn't offer him a contract. And Larry Fitzgerald, I think, is, is facing a similar fate. But he's 150 catches away from Jerry Rice, 115 away from Jerry Rice's number. Um. If he wants to catch like 40 passes over the next three years, because, uh, you know, Larry, you know, he's not getting that much separation. And ultimately, you come to the end of your career. Like it's um, he's taking a spot away from another young player. 
um, that should be developing out there playing. That's the reality to it. No but one's going to break Jerry. But, but when do you know it's time? Like you said, you don't create separation. I don't know if Larry has created separation for quite some time now, but he was still a very valuable asset to that offense. But as a wide receiver, when do you know? Well, it's a combination of things. You know, is someone going to allow you to play that you can make a contribution to the game? And um, that's what he's been able to do the last several years. Um, They're in Arizona. Um, When do you know? It's very, very difficult because he's not going to find a job that's like playing in the NFL. So you're, you're, you're like a boxer. Do I take another fight and find out during the fight that, you know, something I should have retired on the last fight. So it's a tough, tough situation. Um, I believe you should play as, as long as you, as a team is going to pay you to play, you should do it because there is no coming back and there's no job that would replace being an NFL player. Are gloves performance enhancing? Um, I just think that, you know, given technology, we have to embrace technology. So, um, yeah, the gloves, they do help the wide receivers and deep defensive backs, linebackers, running backs, tight ends. They all benefit from it. Um, so, you know, it's not it's not just the wide receiver's advantage. It's the technology. The cleats are better. The helmets are better. The shoulder pads are better. The material, the jerseys are, are made in is better. Uh, the grade rate is a little bit better. So <laughs> it, it's all better. So, I, I mean, what are we talking about? <laughs> um, you didn't wear them as a rookie. Yeah, because we didn't wear gloves at Ohio State in, unless it was a certain temperature. So you just got, when you got into the league, you you weren't wearing them because you didn't wear them at Ohio State. I mean, I just started off. Not, I didn't think I, I needed them. And then when the season is extended in college, you playing, you know, big blue in late November NFL. I mean, you got you got five or six more games potentially and it's cold on the East Coast and that win and guys delivering the ball in the NFL throw the ball hard. The NFL ball has a larger circumference. And when it gets cold, the point of it, it's a little bit harder. So it's harder to catch than any football out there. So gloves become necessary um, with playing in the NFL, especially with the extended season. And if you're on the East Coast. What do you think we're going to look at with wide receiving numbers as we move on with this, Chris, when we're looking at the Hall of Fame? That it used to be if you got to 1,000 catches, like you're a Hall of Famer. Now we're looking at 1,000 catches and going, yeah, I don't know. Like this, this pass happy league now, even, even the quarterbacking numbers here, like what's that going to do? And what's it going to do to running back numbers? Can we say if you get to 10,000 yards as it used to be that you're a hall of famer, I'm just curious about these numbers with the way the NFL is going. Well, I think you have to adjust the numbers and um, it, it is only one game. So if you look at a guy who plays Larry Fitzgerald, if he was to start his career today and he was to play 17 seasons, I played 16 seasons, so it really just gives him, you know, 17 more games than me over a career, which is really not that much, you know, if you're, if you're out there playing. So the numbers have to be adjusted just like any other sport. You know, I think that, you know, to me, we've always looked at, you know, 1150, 1200 yards as far as the receiver. Um, now, you know, I, I believe it's probably going to be around 1300 yards. Um, you should be expecting the top receivers, and I think that they'll – the top guys will catch between 145 and, and, and 160 um, as far as, you know, t- because they're targeted so much. 
So I think 145, maybe a little under 160. That 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 will be the number when someone's having a record-breaking year. Who was the defensive back that just figured you out or frustrated you the most? Well, I don't. Um, hmm. I don't think you get to the Hall of Fame with someone figuring you out. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> you know, to me, I was in an era where there were some great, great, you know, defensive backs. It was at the end of the era where where Michael Haynes, and you know, arguably he's one of the people that invented the the, the bump and run. So then you get into the Ronnie Lott. You get into the Rod Woodson, Deion Sanders, Daryl Green, Aeneas Williams. Like, all these guys i played against multiple times. So, what I've all, the best way to try to describe it is when you're playing against a player like that, you're trying to have a stalemate. You're like, you're trying to draw even in that matchup to give your team um, still an advantage because he's not dominant like he is in the other games. Like, you can't go into these matchups thinking, I'm getting ready to dominate Aeneas. I'm getting ready to dominate Daryl Green. No, you want to have a stalemate with them, but if they slip up, you're going to be able to make some plays against them, and that's what's happened. They've made some plays against me. I've made some plays against them. But I think that grouping of people, if there was a skill set um, that I would take of any of the DBs that I faced, I would say Dion, because he's a lot taller than people think. He's a technician more than people think. His arms are longer than people think. And bump bump and run is the toughest coverage. And he has that catch-up speed. Daryl Green has it, but Daryl doesn't have the the size of Dion. And Daryl is more apt to let you off the line of scrimmage compared to Dion. He's going to fight you at the line and not give you an easy release. So the skill set, the body type, um, the sizzle, I got to go with Dion. Did you ever talk trash while the ball is in the air? No. No, that's, in, that's, in, that's impossible to do. Like, the game is very, very hard. The, the motor and skills to be able to catch a football and try to keep defenders and everything off of you, no. That's one of the few times, I know you might be a little surprised. Yes, I am. One yes, I am. That you have your, your mouth, Yes. Like, even a person like you, if you were a wide receiver, you wouldn't be able to talk and run routes and everything. I would try, though. <laughs> I would, I would I, you know, I, on that, that slant route that I'm famous for, I would, I, I would do that. Now, if the ball's up in the air and you're going deep and you're like, oh, you're going to get burnt. Like, I would, I, I, come on. I think that it's just too, it's too difficult to track a ball. Too many things can go wrong. Um, and you've got your full focus on on that football when it's in the air. Do you have a Most play, of the time, do you have a play that still bothers you at night? No. You don't think oh god, I dropped that ball. No, I think the you know, the Atlanta game of the ninety eight team, I'd like like to be able to make a, another play in the game to give us a, an advantage to give us a chance to go to the Super Bowl, but no, no. If there was something that's going to get me to the Super Bowl, I would be like, yeah, that. You know, Tom Brady went 10. I would like one, one trip. <laughs> would you rather catch a ball from Rodgers, Mahomes, or Brady? Rodgers, Mahomes, or Brady? Um, 
I'm probably going to say Patrick Mahomes because I'm about velocity. The more velocity you have on the ball, the more RPMs, the, the less reaction time the defense has, and the more the more aggressive you can be on the defense. So hmm. it's not because I think he's better. Um, Aaron throws a, a very good ball, too. It's between those two. And just because they just have more RPMs than, than, than Tom Brady. If you, you said one pass. Yeah. Now, if you're going to play a game, you're going to play a season, you're going to play anything else, Tom Brady's going to win out on that because he's proved it. I mean, there's only been 55 Super Bowls. He's been in 10 of them. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I remember Jerry Rice <laughs> said Steve Young as a left-hander, like he, you know, he threw it. it it's a different ball coming from a left-hander. Do you, do you buy into that? No, it is. The, 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 spin, spin? the rotation, yeah. it's, it's no different than a, a pitcher. I'm gonna, um, I was talking to Dan Marino, and I'm going to go down and talk to the Dolphins um, probably before their first regular season game. And that will be one of the things that I will talk to them about because probably 70% or more of society is right-handed. So most coaches even think right-handed. Most coaches are right-handed. Most coordinators are right-handed. Most quarterbacks are right-handed. So when you watch football, it's very, very hard to see them operate on the left side of the field. People say, well, man, with all the schematics and analytics and everything, but you can't overcome who you are. And almost everyone is right-handed. And the right-handed quarterback, when when they throw the football, the ball comes off going from right to left because it comes off their hand this way. A left-hander, when they throw it, it comes off this way. So it's spinning the opposite way. So, for instance, if I have a left-hand quarterback in Tua and I'm on the right side and I'm a receiver and I'm running anything that's breaking to the sideline, I have to be careful on my break because the ball will tail back into the field of play. All right. If I'm running a deep route, a deep post, and I stick the post, he throws it to me. It's coming from a lefty. It's going to spin away from me. So I'm going to have to maybe hit another gear compared to if I'm the receiver on the left and he throws it to him. The ball's probably going to come back over my head more up the field. So those are the little things that, that mm. we chart and we make mental notes so that they know that, oh, okay, if I'm running an outbreaking route on the left side and he's a lefty, the ball's going to break away from him. It's You can't overcome the spin and how the ball is going to be arriving. So the more information, it's like New England, the more information that they can give to the player, it allows the player to be able to adjust and be successful. And those are some of the things I've been teaching receivers for years. Talking to Chris Carter, he's got a new podcast in association with Blue Wire and WinBet, and uh, it launches uh, Thursday, Wide Receiver 1. And uh, he talks to Mike Evans, Calvin Johnson, Julian Edelman among the uh, luminaries there. Maybe have LeBron on and talk about him when he was in high school as a uh, wide receiver. Well, the contact got it. I think, you know, the the the, the, the people um, surrounding LeBron, he made All-State his sophomore year, but he broke his wrist. And um, that kind of ended his his football aspirations. But as you have seen through the years, especially when he was with the Cavs, 
Oh, he's a big Buckeye fan. He shows up at the horseshoe. He has amazing gifts that he sends the team, you know, with his gear and everything throughout the, the last several years. So um, we're glad to have him aboard. Could he have been Moss? Could he have been T.O.? Could he have been Calvin Johnson? I think what he's done in the NBA, I, I, you know, I don't, LeBron's a tough guy in the NBA. I don't know if he's a tough guy in the NFL. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's like, if it was that easy, Usain Bolt would be playing somewhere. <laughs> but all of a sudden, Dan, you know, guys come up out the surface and they hit you and they say things to you. <laughs> and most track athletes, they, they don't have that type of temperament. And um, I would say NBA toughness is a different type of toughness and grit than what you need to play in the, M in the NFL. Now, I am going to tell you this. Guys have been successful the last 25 years. They're the basketball rejects. They're the guys that are small forwards, and they average about 10, 12, 15 points, you know, in college, and they're not good enough to play in the NBA. Antonio Gates, Gonzalez, these dudes, uh, Jimmy Graham, I call them basketball rejects because NBA didn't want them, and they come into the league and they dominate because it becomes basketball on turf. Um, so that is great to see that how the scouting department is finding these guys that um, – you know, do have some basketball backgrounds. <laughs> it's great to catch up with you, Chris. And and Chris had a great basketball uh, background as well. Probably could have played uh, basketball at Ohio State, couldn't you? I could have definitely played basketball at Ohio State, yeah. Right. Yeah, but, you know, my football career was already launched. I had to I, – I, when I signed with Ohio State, I was supposed to play both. But then I got MVP in the Rose Bowl, and I got a little banged up. And then I really wanted to concentrate on my academics and um, the weight coach. He challenged me to be the first All-American wide receiver in 110-year history. I think it was at the time. And he was like, you need to be with me at 6 a.m. twice during um, winter quarter, and you'll be the first All-American. You'll get that Buckeye treat. And I made a commitment to him, and, and we got it done. How would you have done one-on-one -on -one with Moss in basketball? I think Moss is a little bit better than me. Um, he's a little longer than me. Um, he's a little more athletic than me. Um, I think that him and I could play on the same team because I could play the point. I'm not like you. I don't have to play the shooting guard. I can, And then I can play some hell of a defense. So I think we'd be a hell of a backcourt combination. And we have taken down many of fools on the basketball court <laughs> on the same squad. Yeah. <laughs> Straight cash, homie. Yes, he always picks me. <laughs> Great to talk to you, Chris. Good luck with the podcast, and uh, thanks for joining us. All right. Thank you, Dan. That's Chris Carter. We'll take a break. Last call for phone calls after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. 
Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL. Featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. We know that quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you and your partner whenever you want. Two beds in one. Firmer or softer on each side, you decide. And it helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature as well. Quiets their snoring, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Sleep Number does everything. My Sleep Number setting is 75. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. You will never need another bed. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Two, three, four. 
Kirk Herbstreet will join us on the program tomorrow. Brian Greasy, who did the game last night with the Saints and Jags, will join us. Get his thoughts on Jameis Winston and Trevor Lawrence. Chat Rowe is uh, reminding Tyler, the moderator, that I didn't bring up the movie review that I watched over our uh, vacation break. All right. I had heard good things about this movie. And I said to my wife, I said, let's sit down and watch this movie. She goes, really? What's it about? I said, well, there's uh, a guy who goes into the wilderness in Portland and he has a pig and the pig gets truffles. Uh, it's famous for, you know, digging up truffles. And Nicolas Cage is the star. My wife goes, are you serious? And I said, yeah, that's, that's the movie. She goes, wait, so Nicolas Cage leaves society, goes into the woods in, outside of Portland, and uh, he, he's a former chef, and he's got a pig that digs up truffles. And uh, <laughs> I said, yes. And she goes, and this got good reviews. I go, yeah, he did. And then I watched it, and we got done, and I turned to her, and I said, was that any good? And she goes, I have no idea. It, it was vague. There's some things where you go, they didn't really explain that. But Nicolas Cage is always interesting, and uh, he, he, he's a former chef, famous chef or well-known chef, and then he just gets out of society and goes living in the woods. Kind of like a breakdown? He has a breakdown and goes off by himself or something like that? They didn't really explain it. Yes. He well, he was burnt out by the restaurant industry and then moved into the woods. So he's like living all by himself, but he's making this amazing food. Like, he, like it starts with him making this just incredible mushroom tart that you're like, dang, that looks good. But he's all like crusty and dirty and stuff. So, it, you know, we had we watched the movie, too, and it had a very similar reaction where it's like, OK, well, that was the movie. And then I have to Google to can you help explain this movie pig? And, and, you know, I was still, I'm still trying to figure out some of the things that were in there, but uh, he, he makes these incredible meals. Yeah, Paul. On Rotten Tomatoes, the review site, it got 97% fresh. Mm. It's one of the best reviewed movies of mm. the entire year. Mm. Mm. Pig 2, you mm. see that? In... <sighs> you might be looking too deep into it. <laughs> Maybe, but I, I, I don't know. There were just some things that uh, they, they didn't tie up some loose ends there. I just like that there was sort of like this current of like there was this underground truffle market that a pig like that would be really valuable. And so on its face, the, the premise is sort of absurd. But everybody in the movie is totally in on it, you know, where they go to these people when he's like, I need my pig. And they're like, oh, these other guys stole it. We didn't do it. You know, and it's like it's just the dumbest concept. But. But for some reason, everybody's in on it, and that makes it entertaining. I, I spent most of my vacation after that imitating Nicolas Cage to the point where my wife just said, stop. <laughs> I, I want my pig. <laughs> where's, where's my pig? <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you, Todd. Yes, Paul. I got the tagline here in IMDb. A truffle hunter lives alone in Oregon in search of his beloved pig after she is kidnapped. I thought it would be like a, a Taken-type movie where he has a certain set of skills and he's trying to get the pig back. Uh, no. That's not inaccurate. Oh, okay. It, like there's a, there's a fight club scene in there that I didn't understand. <laughs> like there's a, there's a lot going on in there. I, I would say I'm going to give it a truffle up. I'm going to do... <laughs> 
one truffle up. Not two, but one. Seaton, would you recommend that uh, the other Danettes watch? Oh, man. <laughs> um, I don't know if I would recommend. I, I mean, I would be curious to see the reaction. It's not as great as Mandy. Mandy, everyone should watch. That's the That was the great Nicolas Cage comeback movie. Yeah. That was phenomenal. Where's my pig? <laughs> Give me back my pig. Yeah, I want my pig. <laughs> <laughs> so you can sell truffles yeah. and live alone in the woods. It's great. <laughs> The original name of the movie was Nothing But Truffle. No, that's not true at all. It was just, just pig. I thought it was Eight Men Snout. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got any other ones? You would need like seven other guys there, so I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Eight Men Snout. I think we're done. I think this I think is... I think it's a wrap. Yep. Do you Pretty... think Kevin Bacon was upset he oh! wasn't starting yet? Sense. You got in there. Yeah. You got in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, take that one, Todd. Now he always has to hoggle the oh, attention. Oh, yeah, the let's Here go. We go. How you close out a show? Oh. oh, what we learned brought to you by Mercedes Benz. Extraordinary runs in the family. 2021 Mercedes Benz. Range of SUVs. Every member is waiting to impress. Learn more at mbusa.com. Mercedes Benz, the best or nothing. A lot of fun. Thanks again. We'll do it again tomorrow. We'll do it till we get it right. Talk to you then. One more item as we close out the show on this Tuesday. Summer is coming to an end. It's an important time for everyone to remember to get plenty of sleep. Even more important for the kids going back to school. And some of the tips for you parents, keep their room cool. Somewhere between 65, 68 degrees. Maybe use a fan or white noise machine. Or maybe you can uh, have Fritzy do a bedtime story talking about the Broncos. That'll put him to sleep. Not everyone's lucky enough to have Todd in their lives to bore them. Thankfully, you can turn to Sleep Number. It's a great time to discover the Sleep Number 360 smart bed right now during the biggest sale of the year. All beds are on sale. Save 50% on a new limited edition smart bed plus special financing. Sleepnumber.com slash Patrick. For a limited time only at Sleep Number stores and uh, subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. In fact, Todd wants to talk about the Broncos now and I'm getting tired. Sleepnumber.com At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. The superbly versatile all-electric EQB from Mercedes-Benz. It's impressively techy and surprisingly roomy with available seating for up to seven. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQB. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite.